0: The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International.
1: Uh, I was at the gym the other month. um, (laughs) So I was gonna do cardio, but then uh, I got recognized at the gym, she was like (gasps) And I was like, I'm just trying to work out. She was like, you don't understand, Michael, you're my favorite comedian. Every time I see you, I laugh my butt off. I was like, uh, keep laughing, you know.
0: (laughs) Hailed as one of today's most gifted comedians, Michael Jr. will have you laughing your way to accomplishing your God-given purpose. Next on Life Today.
2: Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Betty and this
3: is James. Well, I tell you in troubled times, it's kind of nice if every now and then somebody just really put a smile on your (laughs) face and make you laugh because laughter is in fact, good medicine. I mean, you ought to laugh, really medical doctors will tell you and scientists know it's it's healthy. Laugh several times a day, Get a bunch of good old laughs laughs in. Can you do that? Well, I think you can. Would you welcome Michael Jr. to life today? (laughs)
4: Michael Jr.
1: Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> this is so cool, man. I'm glad, I'm glad you're behind me all the way. I really appreciate that, man. So, um, I'll tell you about me. Uh, I got kids. I got a bunch of kids, and I think working with kids is extremely important. I think all kids should play some sort of sports. Because uh, my favorite saying is, if you buy a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. But if you teach him how to fish... You gotta buy him a fishing pole, some bait, some tackle. Driving back and forth to the lake, just get that dude a fish sandwich. That's probably the best thing to do. Um, so with my kids, I have five of them too. I got five kids, and uh, and I travel a lot, you know, so I can see them all. Um, it's comedy Christians. I was just playing. I don't see them. I was just playing. Um, no, I do, I have five kids, and it's really cool. Whenever you got a big family, you wanna figure out ways to save money. We wanna get our family pictures taken. Stuff was expensive, so we did to save money. We all got in the front seat of the car, um, looked both ways, and rent a red light. That's what we did. Uh, two weeks later, the picture came in the mail, but my son blinked, so we had to do it again. Uh, so that stuff was crazy. So I go to different churches. I travel, and I go to all these different churches, and. Um, I'm noticing that some of the churches still do stuff like from back in the day. Uh, You ever go to a church where they won't let you in while people praying? They're like, you can't go in right now, they praying. I'm like, you think God gonna lose focus? (laughs) You think God is up there like, they keep moving, I can't hear what they saying. (laughs) I'm actually on a prayer team at my church and this dude came up to pray, like I'm on a prayer team, which is, I'm not not doing it for material, that's wrong, anyway. This guy comes up to pray, and I was like, what do you want to pray about? And then he said something I'd never heard before. He said, unspoken. <laughs> we're just supposed to stare at each other or something? I don't know what we're supposed to do. So I was like, OK, uh, dear God, I ask you to forgive this man for this unspeakable thing he's done, Lord. Um, I hope it's not contagious, Lord. And then I like sports, too, because that's the next uh, subject I have a joke about. Um, <laughs> So sports are cool. I got some friends who play Major League Baseball. Uh, any baseball fans in here? Yeah. Really? That's a really high percentage. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, anyway. So they play Major League Baseball, and uh, they told me, they said, you should come to a game. I've never been to a game before. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to go to this game, and I'm sitting behind home plate. And the first thing I noticed is everyone there seems to be a little tipsy. Let me, let me express what I'm talking about. They had a lot of communion. It's it's a Christian audience, I should help y'all out. Anyway, um, so they seem a little tipsy, but I'm not really sure. Then we get to the seventh inning and everybody starts singing a song. What's the song? Take me out to the ball game. I'm like, um, we are already at the ball game. You don't even know where you are right now? Now some people say baseball players are athletes, some people say they're not, I don't know, I'm just watching the game and this dude gets up to bat, this, uh, this, this swollen dude. <laughs> he gets up to bat and they, they pitch him the ball and, and, he, and he hits, it's like a base hit. Dude takes off running fast as he can. But it's really not that fast. <laughs> they actually went to a commercial break, came back. <laughs> he was just getting the first base. When he got the first base, he was done. <laughs> And he did something I'd never seen in all the sports before. He went like this. Anybody know what happened? Another human showed up, <laughs> took his spot, and started being an athlete for him. That dude went and sat down and had some Kool-Aid and some beef jerky. I'm like, are you an athlete or a half What just happened, dude? I'm, I'm amazed at the fact that like, this dude is just, like he's not doing anything at all. So I don't really watch a whole lot of baseball. I think, I think having, just in general, having a pinch runner, because that's what they call them, would be pretty dope. I'm sorry, wrong audience. It would be, it would be efficient. Because if you had a pinch runner in life, right? Your wife asks you one of them complex questions. She's like, hey, does this dress make me look big? Um, hey, bring it in, dog, bring it in, bring it in. She got one of them questions for you. She got one of them questions for you. I think working out is important. Uh, I was at the gym the other month, and um, and I was gonna do some cardio, right? But they moved it upstairs. <laughs> I ain't going up there, man. So, was that your laugh, James? Wow, James, you scared me a little bit. I didn't know what that was. So I was gonna do cardio, but then uh, I got recognized at the gym. She was like, <gasps> And I was like, I'm just trying to work out. She was like, you don't understand, Michael Jr., you're my favorite comedian. Every time I see you, I laugh my butt off. I was like, uh, keep laughing, you know. <laughs> 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 so even as a, if anyone in here has ever coached before, if you ever play any sports, you've heard this phrase before, or, or you've said this phrase if you're a coach, where you look at your team and you say, listen, the stuff I'm teaching you here is not just about this game. You can apply it to life. You ever hear that before? Here's the thing, it's not true. (laughs) Let me explain. Straight out of high school, I got a job parking cars. One of the cars was really nice, so I took it for a little spin. Company found out and my boss lost the account. He was yelling at me and screaming. I didn't know what to say or do. I thought back to my high school football coach. I looked at my boss, I was like, you know what, man? You win some, you lose some, man. (laughs) You can't let this one loss get you down. The important thing is, I went out there and I had fun. (laughs) And this has been fun too, thanks a lot. I'm gonna go sit next to the Robeson.
3: That's all right, buddy. Michael Jr. I asked you when I saw you, when you gonna be Michael Sr.?
1: (laughs) I think it's at like 65 or something, right? (laughs) Could be. Yeah, Yeah. so. Long way to go, how many kids you got? Uh, five kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. five kids is awesome. Are they I love okay? being a dad. It's like the best. Being a dad is like the best. Is it? Well, <laughs> apparently not. know <laughs> 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 <My part. laughs> oh, maybe you're gonna tell me
3: something interesting. <laughs> cool. Oh, maybe something funny, and sure enough, you did. This yeah. is a,
1: That's a CD. It is,
3: and uh, it's a. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sharp. It's one of the sharper guys. <laughs> but you've got a lot of little uh, vignettes, I guess. Yeah. So is what it this all is? One, one show, is that have the best
1: of a bunch of shows? So what it is? It's a it's a CD. And normally, a comedian like myself, I have CDs out that is my stand up comedy. But I have this ability to just improperly talk to the audience, and funny just kind of happens. Right. So what we've done is we took a collection of all of those interactions with audience members, those really funny, funny things. Well, you
3: talking to somebody like you did me, apparently not.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna do the jokes. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, <laughs> so we made a whole CD of just those funny interactions. Like we met a right. couple, the, uh, 80, the lady was 84 and the guy was 86 and they had just started dating. <laughs> so. So they happen to be in my audience and I talk to them and what happens is just completely hysterical. I bet it is. So, so we actually, that's the CD, it's called Michael Jr. Break Time, because normally when I'm doing stand-up comedy, uh, in the middle of my show, when if you ever come to see one of my full events, I stop in the middle of my show and I take a break and I talk to the audience members. When well, we record it, we made a CD, took the best of it. And, and there's a break CD. in
3: here too? But The whole thing
1: is break time. It's an extended, ver- it's break okay. times from different shows I've done all over the country. All right, so you've got exciting. something
3: else that I think is uh, perhaps you want to talk about. Okay, uh, the cool. No-show comedy
1: event, wow. right?
3: And, yeah. Uh, where'd you get that? This tells is that a whole
1: story. yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, this isn't even out yet, so you got <laughs> no. Like for real, James got some pull because this thing <laughs> it's not even out yet. But uh, I'm really, really excited about that. So what this is is called. Um, we met a family that had five kids, and uh, and they adopted two, and they were fostering five siblings. And um, and then the five siblings, uh, after, someone came along and they were gonna adopt two of the five, which would sound great, but that means the family would get split up. So this family that doesn't make much money decided to step up and adopt these five kids. So now they have all of these kids and then shortly after their vehicle got stolen. Um, and this is where we found out about it. So I was like, their vehicle got stolen and I felt like God wanted me to do something. But he didn't say buy him a vehicle. You just said I and I'm so I meet with my family. We pray, and what we decide to do is we do a comedy show fundraiser for this family. But the thing about doing a fundraiser is if I do a comedy show for people and they pay money for a ticket to come see the comedy show and they see a comedy show, they're getting what they're paid for. They're, they haven't really helped at, at, by any means. So what we did is we decided to do. I mean, because technically that would be me buying a family a vehicle gotcha. with the proceeds. So what I decided to do, we prayed and we was like. We're gonna do a show and we called it the no-show comedy show. So people bought tickets to a show that they knew would never happen. So this family, and then we raised the money, got the money for this family. And the family doesn't even know we're doing this. So we show up at their house and they think we're gonna show them a, a video fundraiser of them and what they actually see is me outside their house introduce them to their vehicle. And you get to see their reaction. And it's pretty powerful. Right. So the story was so strong and so powerful we actually made a, a curriculum out of it. You can do it as a small group, so it teaches the principles of giving and receiving. But you can do it as a small group or you can do it as an individual and just watch it and just receive and learn a lot. It should be released within this, this week it'll be released. So if you go to Micro anywhere, you actually get it here. You could get it here. And you, you gonna throw in a pair of shoes for free or something too, right? Give <laughs> <laughs> some shoes. You know, yeah. So I'm really, really, really excited about, about that project and just some really cool stuff is going on. And is
3: that the major emphasis on your heart right now, is to try to get people focused in on meeting needs that just to yeah. could go
1: easily overlooked? Yeah, I think the greatest gift you can give someone is give them the opportunity to give. Because what happens is it changes a heart. Well for me, for instance, my comedy was all about getting laughs from people. And then when God told me, instead of trying to get laughs from people, I want you to give them an opportunity to laugh. That right there has changed everything about everything that I do. So now, uh, even at my events, or even during a break time, I'll talk to someone, like last week, there was a mechanic in the audience. And I said, well, what do you do? And he said, I'm a mechanic. I was like, well, what does that mean? He said, "It means I get paid to fix people's car. So we talked for a little longer, And then he understood that what he actually does, and this was a revelation for him, is he helps ensure that people reach their desired destination. Wow. That right there will put your alarm clock out of business. The other one will cause you to hit the snooze. So if we could just understand that everything we do, any job you have, you're going to be serving people anyways. So if you could just shift on serving them as opposed to just trying to be served from them. Technically, take the napkin from here and fold it up and put it here, it will change everything and make you a happier person as a result of it. No. So I intertwine that with the with the comedy and the jokes. And and see,
3: the I really do believe that. I feel like that God has gifted you with a wonderful communication style and humor, but I've watched you take all the humor and all the laughter and immediately take someone where you want them to go. But the thing that I saw in those people was somebody noticed, somebody loved, somebody cared. And I think that's an eternal mm. effect on those people, not just Absolutely. right here.
1: I think it changes them forever. If we, if we could just stop asking the question, what can I get for myself and start asking the question, what can I give from myself, it would change the game. It really would.
3: Um, we've got viewers all over the world, Michael. Did you want to ask Michael oh, I something? I'm just
2: just sitting here listen, listening to you. Really, it's it's a gift. How get... did
1: you get Betty exactly? How did that happen? How did that how well, did that you work? You know out? what you're talking about miracles. Yeah. About okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You know, bad. it's
3: just yeah. This, yeah. You know, really is. I enjoyed shopping yeah. while I was looking. And yeah. I was shopping. Yeah. You
1: cool. Know? Cool. And cool. the Lord
3: didn't mind me shopping. But she
1: got the short end of the stick. Is that what oh, happened yeah. to like, I just I just. Got him. I just... No I'm doubt. sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. No,
2: <laughs> no, no doubt she did. did. That's no. what I was
1: going to say.
2: No, 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 it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> no, but I see that in <laughs> in the gift that God's given you to to allow people to laugh through what you do but mm-hmm. at the same time you your goal it seems like to be to take them somewhere Absolutely. and to to maybe even by interacting with your audience which I think is wonderful that's not that's not an easy thing to do no. but to bring it back home to where they go away not only having had laughter which is good for us but with a purpose maybe uh, of what maybe god wants them to do with their lives
1: you you summed it up perfect y'all should switch seats <laughs> um, <that's- laughs> Amazing, (laughs) absolutely. Yeah, it's because if I just get a million people to laugh, it's just a million people laugh, and a lot of comedians will say, and it's not their fault. They just don't know. If I could just get people in the room to forget their problems for a little while, forget their problems. What? No, but afterwards they still got some problems. So I want to take them. I want to catch them with the comedy and keep them with the truth. I want to take them somewhere better than just, just a temporary solution.
3: I think he does it. Do you think he does it? I see. I think he does. I think think Michael is one of the most gifted people I know, and I think he's a gift to us, Mm. all of us, not just Christians, but all of us here on this planet, the human race. And this is something, if if somebody wanted to go and know all about what you're talking about here and then be able to get this or whatever, however you, present it, where do they go, is there a website they can learn about can, what's going on? They
1: can go to com, or if you want to make it available to them, you can do that as well. Cause you got, apparently you got that one. Oh no, you got it. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, so you can get the, you can get the
3: james the Okay, so dish. I will offer this to anyone who will give some shoes to kids. You got a problem with that?
1: What am I gonna say at this point? <laughs> no, that sounds awesome, that's really cool.
3: Now you know, from the time you walked in with me and Betty tonight talking, I feel like you knew that we had an interest in you and your future, right?
1: Mm. Did you feel that? I felt that from the gate, from the Christmas party when we first met. That's years ago. Yeah.
3: But it's never changed. Mm. But see, I look at all the people that nobody noticed and they think nobody cares. And then I say to all the people sitting here, there are people everywhere like that, let's help them. I I like what Joel Osteen's father said to me that really blessed me. Before he died, he's been gone now. He said it before he died. Before he died. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, you know what miraculous things you'll <laughs> see. <said? laughs> yeah, John Osteen and I've been talking. So, but, but John calls us after watching what some of you will see in a few minutes. And he said, James, I want to thank you. I'm a mission-minded pastor. You and Betty have brought the mission fields of the world into our homes. Mm-hmm. And we've been able to see what God does through the love of missionaries as it flows through them freely. And you have enabled us to see the importance of keeping them on the field and what that love does. Mm-hmm. And he said, thank you. You know, I think really and truly, we're kind of seeing that mission outreach in his son Joel, because that's kind of yeah, a miracle the way absolutely. Joel has comforted people absolutely. that need comfort and hope. So what you're doing is great. The website is
1: michaeljr.com. Michael, JR.com. Right. Michael JR.com.
3: I, I want you to check that out, Michael. We are right now. We're going to ask people all over the world to help mm-hmm. us give shoes and smiles. The surgical, uh, the surgery that we do for cleft palate is Clef a beautiful Pilot. thing. Would you just write now, please? And I know we've laughed and we've had a good time, and we should. But you know what can put smiles on people's faces? When you take a little twisted face, a little cleft palate child and you give them a smile, what a blessing it is. And then when you put shoes on little feet where they've in many instances never had them and they get bacteria, infection, disease, even hookworms that not only damages their health, but can destroy their lives, their little minds. Would you just look in right now and pray, I pray, you look through the eyes of Jesus and then just respond the way you think he would want you to. You look, I think you're going to be moved to be an expression of his love,
4: God's love. Watch. From your family to our family, your generosity has empowered life's mission efforts around the world. And the look on these children's faces make the impact obvious. It's in the smile of Matteo as he receives a bowl of food made possible by your giving. Or of Gabriella as she quenches her thirst from a clean water well that you helped drill. You could even say you make it your business to give children smiles. Well, this Christmas, we'd like to give a smile to someone who might not easily be able to smile otherwise. You see, all over the world, there are children who have trouble smiling because they were born with a cleft lip or palate. But a simple surgery by loving doctors can radically transform the appearance of children like these and greatly improve their quality of life. But they won't be the only ones smiling this Christmas. Because with your help, we also want to give a brand new pair of shoes to children who have never had them.
2: Uh, You can see all of the little ones. Uh, Honestly, the smiles on their faces is so exciting to be a part of this. You can look around at all of the children in this village and most of them are without shoes they could lose their very lives because of an infection that they could get on their feet
4: help make this christmas special for a child like this help us provide christmas shoes and smiles
3: wow betty what on in your heart when you're watching these I, you know, I,
2: I love this time of the year when we're able to give the shoes to the children and you see them they jump up and down they dance around they have something on their feet they're used to going barefooted and getting cuts and scrapes and then sometimes it leads to awful diseases and I love being a part of being able to put shoes on those precious little feet those children that God loves so much and then to be able to give smiles to the little children that haven't been able to smile there's nothing like looking at a little child and a baby. We have a great-grandson, and I love his smile. It just <laughs> lights up my day. And so what an opportunity to be able to put some smiles on little faces that have never been able to smile and to put shoes on feet that can be help them prevent the disease that comes their way from not having shoes. So join with us.
3: You know, I hope you won't turn away for even a second. I know you enjoy watching life today. A lot of times I think people get the inspiration and maybe the instruction or insight, and maybe like uh, sometimes just to uh, get joy and laughter and, and, and praise God for what you hear. But then when you see something that really requires, you might say, a response, an appropriate response, a response that is motivated by love, compassion, concern. And Betty talked about what happens, to these children will get shoes. Of course, when you take a little face, it, Is so distorted and disfigured and you put a beautiful smile on it. Think what it does for the mother, for the dad, for the family, for the child. Would you look at that as though it was a situation right in your own immediate setting? What would it mean to you for love to step in and be the miracle that your heart longed for? Or perhaps the protection for children to be able to enjoy life and to be able to play, like Betty said, without worrying about getting disease or bacteria in their little feet? Would you right now help us put on the feet of 150,000 children little shoes like this, these tiny little shoes on beautiful little feet? It's a great expression of love, and we like to do that for Christmas. That's why we say Christmas Shoes and Smiles. We want to do the cleft palate surgeries. Now, let me tell you what it takes. $36 will give 10 children a pair of shoes. Could you do that? 72 will give 20. We're asking many of you this year to consider giving 50 children pairs of shoes and we want to send you the gifts that we send for any gift each year for six years now, we've been giving these little Christmas shoes for Christmas ornaments on your tree. This year, if you will help us give 50 children a pair of shoes, we're gonna send you this beautiful Christmas box. It comes like this, it's like a gift to you. And you open it and there are all the shoes from the time we began doing this and remember, Anytime we see a need, we can only meet the need if you're the divine enablers. You, led by God, enable us to do it. Would you give 50 children shoes? Would you give 10? Would you give a cleft palate surgery? That's $500 or maybe two. We have some gifts to send you to say thank you. And from the bottom of our heart, thank you for your sensitivity. If you want to help, go to lifetoday.org, use your bank card, and right there online, you can make your gift. If you want to call, dial the number that's there. People dial that number every time they need someone to pray with them. There'll be more people calling today for prayer than to be an answer to prayer because there are tremendous needs. But if you can be an answer to prayer, give the shoes, give the smiles, whatever you can do, you call, take your bank card and make the gift God put on your heart. Thank you so much for doing
0: it. Poverty is a killer. And because of it, children needlessly suffer, not only from a lack of food and clean water, but also from a lack of things we take for granted, such as a healthy smile or a simple pair of shoes. For most of these children, they've never owned a new pair of shoes. And while that may seem minor in the light of all their needs, walking with bare feet puts them at risk of life-threatening infections that could lead to crippling consequences, disease, and even death. By responding today, you can help life immediately secure and begin shipping Christmas shoes to 150,000 children around the world, just in time for the holidays. Your gift of $36 will help provide 10 pairs of shoes. A gift of $72 will help provide 20 pair. And a gift of $180 will help provide 50 pairs of Christmas shoes for children in need. With your gift of any amount, be sure to request this beautifully crafted blue metal shoe ornament, a treasure to place on your tree each holiday season. With your gift of $180 or more, you may also request this keepsake boxed set of life's Christmas shoe ornaments. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,000 or more to help provide over 275 pairs of shoes or two children with corrective cleft palate surgeries, and you may request our majesty bronze sculpture. Please call, write, or make your gift online today.
3: Well, Betty and I say thank you. I thought you looked so beautiful a while ago. I was watching on the monitor. And uh, God really did bless me. You know, Michael asked me, how in the world to gets you? It's a miracle. And now she got the short end of the stick. There's no question about it. But I tell you what, the joy that God has allowed us to have together. Here's the beautiful thing. We have a relationship that has been such a joy to us with, with any challenges, and we've seen them. Mm-hmm. All of us do. But the fact that we've been able to share joy is our greatest joy, giving life. Well, Michael Jr.'s here. He's told you about this no show comedy that he says we miraculously got a jump start on. <laughs> and he said, You can have this if you will. I said, Let's give some shoes and smiles. But he also has this little comedy deal that we talked about up front. And so I want to say to you, and I'm doing this on my own here. You may have either one that you'd like to have. You say, I want that, you know, that little break time. I want to hear that interaction. I want to see this vision, all this over here. And I want to see that family we're talking about. Either one, okay? Either one, if you say, I'm gonna give some shoes, ask for them, okay? So both of them, they see them both, but they absolutely. got a choice. You're not gonna make the choice for everybody, okay? You understand that? You get my drift. Uh, yeah, absolutely, yes sir. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say thanks to Michael Susan for being with us? <laughs> thank all of you for watching. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Shoes and Smiles for Christmas, okay?
0: tomorrow.
1: I honestly believe that a dead Sheila Walsh would be easier to hand on the Christian community than a divorced one.
0: Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as
1: to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.